0: way to sum up the collective experience is the gratitude that i have not just for bruce you know i mean mm-hmm. i know it's a little hackneyed now after springsteen and i came out years ago in the last segment of that a short piece is people saying thank you bruce thank you bruce from all over yeah. so the gratitude i have for him i used to send him a christmas card actually so i guess i can add that i had my two girls sitting on the hood of a Dodge, drinking warm, it was really apple cider. In a soft summer rain, I sprayed the hose over the picture or...
1: Welcome back to the second part of my talk with Joni. Uh, We go into her um, experiences and shows. Uh, We talk a little more of Bruce's legacy. And of course, she answers the Mary question. Here you go.
0: Uh, You know, you said book signing. reminded me that my birthday was last weekend. And um, back in the days when we were a little more liberal with don't get in trouble having our cell phones on while we're teaching mm-hmm. phone rang and sometimes my friend Brian would annoy me and call me and I would tell him two o'clock you know you can't call till yeah. after two so I was ready to tell him call me after two and he said don't hang up because he knew I was going to he was at Danny Danny Federici's book signing up in North Jersey and it was must have been 2003 because I was going yeah. to the show the next day and uh, he put Danny. He said, "Somebody wants to talk to you." And Danny gets on the phone, and says, "Hey, here you're going to our show tomorrow night. Anything you want me to to play and whatever?" And I'm like, "Yeah, The Wish," because like, I've never heard it live, and I still haven't. It's mm-hmm. a great Christmas song and whatever. But yeah. Well, was, Broadway, you yeah. got to hear it. I did, and yeah. you know, I was at light. I was at Light of Day. Yeah, okay. I did on Broadway. I'm just saying, yeah. I thinking, yeah. Um, and um, I was at Light of Day, and I couldn't tell you what year. Yeah. Um. And it was, yeah, uh, gosh, at least 15 years ago. It was 81 degrees. It was November 1st, and it was wow. 81 degrees. And at Sun Pony, and they lifted the walls were doors, mm-hmm. and I was just on the outside because it was cooler. And I don't even remember who was on the stage, but I saw heads starting to turn, and I turn around, and here come the, you know, the Goombas. Yeah. Walking in front of Bruce. So as he's walking by, I said, "Oh, go for it!" I squeezed his bicep. Mm-hmm. I figured they throw me out. It'll be worth it. Right. And I pulled out my phone and I called Jeff in Chicago and I, all I said was I touched him and he said, where are you? Like he knew who him was. Yes. Immediately. Right. Yes. Immediately.
1: That's funny. I didn't get
0: thrown out. That's good. It was worth it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, one of my favorite <laughs> stories about that is uh, I worked with a guy um, and a couple of years ago, uh-huh. So I guess this have been maybe 2018, maybe 2019. You might know, but um, he comes to me and he says, Jesse, I've got to tell you a story. I'm like, okay, what's going on? He said, 4th of July weekend, we had spent the whole day and we were exhausted mm-hmm. and we had tickets to see Southside that night. Mm-hmm. And we went, do we want to go? And we're like, no. I'm really tired. Yeah, me too. You know, and to be honest, Southside's voice is a little weak lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just it's honestly, we could just open wine and sit here. Okay, yeah, let's do it. So Bruce shows up that night, right? Mm-hmm. And the next day, you know, his friends are calling him. Where were you? What was going on? He's like, I missed it, Jesse. I mean, missed... just because we were too lazy. I said, oh. you never know. You never know. Oh,
0: That's painful. Yes. Yeah. I, the, the pop-ups are part of the, you know, the richness of being a bass yeah. band too. Yes. I a Ringo stars all-star band many yes. years ago. And Clarence was playing with him. Mm-hmm. And Levon Helm was was uh, drumming. Yeah. And, um Yeah, Bruce came out and did Long Tall Sally. I was with my oldest nephew, Jason, and it was like an oh my God movement. It's at the old Garden State Arts Center. Yes. The the opera out on the turnpike as Bruce labeled it, yeah.
1: Well, I I know, and what's funny, right, is my very first show, um, Don Henley at the time, I think still lives in Dallas, but I knew he lived in Dallas then. And so he just showed up. And and they did um, I Fought the Law Together.
0: Oh, what a great song for the two of them. Yeah, sure yeah it, just yeah. it
1: was great, right? Mm-hmm. So um, a few years later, I had driven to Nashville mm-hmm. during um, the tour, uh, the High Hope section of the tour, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's Nashville, right? <laughs> Someone's got to, right? And they didn't. And they didn't. And and. and um and I was slightly disappointed. I mean, you can't be disappointed yeah. in a Bruce show, but I was like, mm-hmm. really? There's no one in town that, you know, that's, that's, that's good.
0: Have you ever um, seen Joe Bruce pop on stage no, with No, I him? have not, no. Yeah, well, no. maybe because Pittsburgh's not that far from here. Yeah. I also was at Vote for Change in 04.
2: Oh, very um, cool. That Bruce was
0: part of, yeah, it was. I mean, Michael mm-hmm. Stipe was sitting right by us and, and Eddie Vedder. And of course, Bruce is yeah. like, great stuff. Not a great result that year but
1: no no but yeah um mm-hmm. so you you've seen a lot of shows but mm-hmm. are there still songs you're chasing like it sounds like you'd love to hear the whole band do wish the wish i'd like to
0: hear the wish i think yeah. it's probably you know and every time i go i want yeah. to go backstreets cuz it's i taught my kids when they were little that that's the greatest song ever written um which what about backstreets for you why um, I don't know. Okay. I love the way that the band comes in slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the passion of the song, but you could say that about Jungle Land for sure. And sure. There are other songs that have that element of passion. Um, but the lyrics, um, Jeff and I have always honed in on the, you know, Forever Friends. Yeah. But the song just tells such a great story with such passion and commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember rereading the Rolling Stone review uh-huh. of the album and the criticism of the 39 times hiding on the back streets, Yeah, <laughs> which is, you know, part of what's classic, but I found that I'm not alone, that many people, you know, it's one of the, another rich part about being a Bruce fan is the, the language we use. Right. You tell, me, you tell me you went to a show, you say, what did you get? I yes. got, you know, I got yes. incident. I got, yeah. right? It just, that makes no sense grammatically, but it's how we characterize it. Um, so getting back streets, like anytime I've heard it, mm-hmm. it just looks skyward. Is probably the last time I'll ever hear it. I did hear it in Philly at the, um, at the show that I told you with the draw, yeah. on like this 2012. In fact, that show was funny because I was on the screen Because I was so close to the stage, and at the end of the show, I'm getting a text saying, Can you give me a ride home? I saw, I see you're here. I saw you on the screen. Oh, that is greatness. The person who took me was, um, you know, um, my friend Marcia, and her friend ditched her and went home. Mm -hmm. Her name's Sandy, of all people. Wow. Yeah. She said, Can I have a ride home? I saw you on the jumbo truck.
1: That is great.
0: (laughs) It is funny. Oh, it's just such a great community. I mean, what Bruce has brought me is such amazing people in my life that aren't just people I know. They are people that matter to me um, almost as much as family. And When
1: when three years ago, mm -hmm. um, this March will be four years, but um, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. And... um, and the amount of outpouring and love from the audience of my show and the fans were, it was just unbelievable, you well, know?
0: Yeah. I told Jeff, I was a little nervous tonight. He said, it's a friend you haven't met yet.
1: Yes. Yeah. It did. It, it, that truly is. And mm-hmm. I, Joni, it happens all the time. People will go, Oh, I'm nervous, Jesse. I, I can't be on, I can't be <laughs> on a radio show. And I'm like, just, just we'll, we'll talk. Uh-huh. And usually people end up forgetting they're on that we're being recorded because it's just right. two people. And, and I tell this to people, I go, my goal is to not sound professional, to not sound polished. I want the feeling that you are eavesdropping on two people in front of you in line when you're queuing for the pit
0: or yeah or your GA and you're inside and you're waiting three hours for the show to start.
1: Right. Yeah. You want conversations.
0: conversations.
1: Yes. You know, the other thing I, my other passion is the British show, Dr. Who. Okay. And I just had uh, a musician. We did an interview with her and Mm -hmm you talk about what you get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in Dr. Who it's who's your doctor and mm-hmm. my doctor is not my favorite star Trek captain mm-hmm. is captain Kirk. My mm-hmm. favorite, you know, my favorite, um, Tom Cruise role is this. It's mm-hmm. who is your doctor and right. it's my doctor is, right. there was a very personal yours. thing to you it. Them. Right. Right. And, um, <laughs> And and the the amount of people who are fans, I have to explain set Lusting Bruce to is minuscule. They immediately get it. Oh, absolutely. Non fans, you know, I, I go through. I said, well, a few things you got to know. One, Bruce's set list, while sometimes the same, often changes, even maybe the same songs that they do in different orders. Okay. Right. Two, a lot of fans go and on social media, they post the set list as it's happening. Okay. Right. That makes sense. And three, other fans follow that social media. And if he does a song that he doesn't normally do, or one you're going, you start, you're not set listing, you're set lusting. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. And that's true. And it, it is funny. Um, By far, some people will say, yeah, you know, I've gone to enough shows that I'm not really, you know, there's songs I'd like to hear again, but there's things. And the 2016 River Tour Mm
0: -hmm.
1: punched a lot of people's bingo cards. Mm. Because if doing the whole river, mm-hmm. you know,
0: yeah,
1: that, that was a lot of like, Oh, I was wanting, you know, drive all night, or I was wanting stolen car. Or I was wanting, mm-hmm. you know, and they now you're all of it. Yeah, exactly.
0: It, um, Jesse, it's interesting. You mentioned setlist because it remember, made me remember another story. My brother-in-law, Jimmy was the head usher at the Meadowlands, indoors okay. and outdoors. And you know, on occasion he could hook me up. There was one night uh, I, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, I was on the, on the, um, stadium on the ground in GA seats. And he tapped me on the shoulder. He knew where I was. And, uh, he said, follow me. And I was like, no, I was pretty good. I was like, maybe 20 throw. I'm fine. No, I'm good. I'm good. He goes, oh. come with me. And I said, I don't want to leave these seats. And he said, just trust me. And he handed us off to somebody else. I was with a, a then friend and, um, it was front, center Bruce was singing sunny day I'll never forget the song and I remember Bruce looking down at us as he came toward the front when he would sing that song he'd come down to the lower part of the stage like who the heck is that you know tall blonde in the short brunette because I found out Pat Riley was in those seats from the next, the night before. And those were seats. (laughs) And my brother-in-law, Jimmy saw that the seats were unoccupied, you know, 45 minutes into the show, we came and got his sister-in-law. That's uh, nice. But much earlier than that years ago, before the computers, um, one time he tapped me on the shoulder and he handed me a rolled piece of paper. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I didn't even look at it. And, um, so and then I, no, he would, he, yeah, that, that's a set list. And he said, aren't you going to look at it? And I said, no, you don't want to know what's coming next. But the first time he gave me set list was many years ago. He came to the beach. He handed me a whole bunch. He said, I got set lists for you. And I didn't want to break his heart and say I could print them off the internet. Right. Know, people publish them after the show. Yeah. No, he had as an usher, they would get, Bruce would write out the set lists and hand by hand that you've seen them. And they give them to the ushers. So Jimmy would give me he came and he gave me that. Oh, them.
1: nice. Handing
0: them up the stairs. I looked down and I said, You didn't tell me they were in his handwriting. Yes. He said, How do you know it's his handwriting? <laughs> yeah, you know, like you know, people like us. Come dumb. on. Yeah, duh. <laughs> <You
1: know? laughs>
0: yeah. I've got about 20 of them framed.
1: Oh, that's cool. Various
0: places. But yeah. But I remember the time he said, Don't you gonna look at it? No, I want to be the couple of surprises that you get yes i
1: wanted, I wanted them yeah. that that's that's great yeah. um besides Backstreets, are there other songs that mean a lot to you or maybe your family
0: well wedding song you want to guess what it was so, so probably the most common bruce wedding song
1: uh so if i fall
0: behind exactly yes love the tunnel album love tunnel yeah. love magic love 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 um, I would have to say there's an awful lot on the new album. Yeah. A letter to you. That's I actually listened to it when I was decorating
1: mm-hmm.
0: for Christmas and I was alone in the house a few weeks ago. Yeah. And even though you look at, you hear the lyrics and they, you understand them. It, I really got the elegy to the yes. one foot here, knowing that I'm not far from the next world. And yeah, we get to an age and, uh, talking to his friends, seeing them further on down the road. Yes. And made me very emotional. Missing my parents. Yes. But emotional. And I put it on again, and I got emotional all throughout the album. I was alone in the house, but it was a good feeling to be emotional.
1: So, and to have somebody understand yeah.
0: the things that I don't want to talk about or think about.
1: Yeah. Once again, thank you, Bruce. Yeah, a few a few years ago, one of our oldest friends died unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And um, they asked me to speak, one of the speakers at the funeral and I quoted Land of Hope and Dreams. And then um, when my father died, I quoted Land of Hope and Dreams and made the joke, it seems like I should quote Johnny Cash, but I'm gonna <laughs> quote. Um, and I've often joked that one day, years i hope in the future my son will quote land of hope and dreams at my funeral Mm um i you know when he closes the song that he closes the album with now Mm -hmm. i'll see you in my dreams Uh. may have moved me out of like i mean and okay better days land of hope and dreams my two favorite songs um, okay. Yeah, better days. I believe is my philosophy. I in love life. it. It
0: is right? it is, Yeah, it lot. Mm-hmm.
1: and uh, so um, in in fact, when I had to do a business presentation in Manila, um, I quoted it, and that was my theme. My theme was as 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 in your personal life and your business life. Too many people keep going. Well, when I get my promotion, then I'm going to be happy. When I find my spouse, or when we have kids, and I said, "You've got to enjoy the journey." Um, mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. that that last song is really strong,
0: and it brings the entire work together. Yeah, it's and, just I haven't felt that way. I felt that way with Tunnel. Yes, I felt that way with Magic on some level. Yes. And I mean, you know, you go back to born around the 70s. Sure, and, absolutely. Listen, you know, yeah. darkness, so they're, they're iconic. And, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just talking yeah. about more recent Bruce. I was one of the people that I really liked the Lucky Touch collection. Yeah. A lot.
1: And and I loved Western Stars, and it felt like a collection of, I've said this, El, Elmer Leonard. Or Zane Grey <laughs> short stories, right? Like, you know? uh yeah. And so I loved it kind of as a collection of stories. And, mm-hmm. I, and I do, th- I, you know, I nothing but praise for Western stars. But the more I listened to Letter to You, when you throw it, oh, my goodness, he was 70 when he recorded this. The yeah. band together. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I just picture the lights coming up and them going into Burning Train to kick off a show. And, you know and as we record this he's gonna play saturday night on saturday night uh mm-hmm. live we don't know what's mm-hmm. going to be recorded what mm-hmm. he's going to do i assume mm-hmm. he's going to do at least i know he'll do one song because he has an album to sell i hope to um and there are so many great songs
0: Yeah, there, um, are. there are and it was kind of the first listen through i felt like i knew it already yes it was so familiar. And yeah. I felt that way about Tunnel. Like you asked my favorite songs, Brilliant Disguise. Sure. I easily would put in a top five. Yeah. You know? and the rest of them are more common to everybody yeah. and not as worth mentioning.
1: Besides putting, um, and I assume you, you are, you, you, do you have an, do you have a homeroom when you say you give your classes? Is, is that you, you gave your class a, a name have- after?
0: four different classes. Okay. Used to be yeah. Six. That's like, okay, okay. them. And the first one is like the first period of the day is greetings. Okay. So, oh, yes. perfect. And I love it when students want to write out the whole thing. They could just put a G. Yeah. So they to, but they have to write greetings from Asbury Park, comma. They know I always a <laughs> comma. And certain album titles I've had to retire over the years because students begged me. Yes, so, darkness. I had to retire many, many years ago because they're like, "We're your greatest class ever. You can't ever use this name. Born to Run can't use okay. that one anymore."
1: So much like um, you <laughs> can't. No one else can wear seven, right? right. <laughs> We're a class, and, okay, I, that's that's. I don't know if I'd have the courage to do that if I was a class, but I love the idea.
0: Well, I got one class: the Wild, the Innocent. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, the that's that's very pretty great, fun. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you do to incorporate um, Springsteen into your civics and American history? Do you do do "Born in the USA"? Do you talk about some of the songs like for the history?
0: I don't go past Reconstruction from a chronological perspective, but I'm always connecting the dots. And current events are very popular, but I always say, you know, frequently I should say always. I tell my students not to use hyperbole, frequently say that I could turn anything into a Bruce quotation and something just pops into my head. You know, even in emails, just Bruce lyrics just pop in. Uh, No, when I taught the history of rock and roll class for certainly for sure, I would, but um, other than students will bring it up. You no, know, what it was originally like my parents, my mother's a big Bruce fan and yeah. I, ouch now here about my grandmother. Yes. My grandfather. Okay. Well, what
1: <laughs> what I find funny is um I have worked probably my last three or four jobs. Mm-hmm. Um at least someone will say Jesse, is there any situation where you can't come up with a Bruce story. Right. And I go, I don't think so. No, and no. um
0: Testament well, to Bruce.
1: Well, and you know, I, I don't I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast before, but um I was working for a company and a um a private equity firm bought into us. Okay. And um so they were talking about uh, that, you know, their their culture and how they're excited to take us and add us to their family and, you know, the business, da-da-da-da-da, and, and the run who had the private equity said, well, and I think what's missing is you guys don't have a ping pong table. He said, we have ping pong tables in our company. He says, and, and people take breaks playing ping pong. And sometimes when we're in the middle of a discussion and we can't come up with an answer, we'll take it to the ping pong table. So I go mm-hmm. back and Gavin is his name. And I go, hey, Gavin, I'm Jesse Jackson. Oh, nice to meet you, Gavin. I said, is that, I said, that's an interesting ping pong story. You yeah. I said, well, you know. Bruce says in his autobiography, Bruce Springs, I'm a huge Springsteen fan, about that once the band members were so busy playing ping pong that they went up on stage and they weren't all there. And so now then Bruce bans ping pong tables from backstage. <laughs> and our CEO said, damn, you can find anything <laughs> It's like, <laughs> Absolutely. But I just thought it was an appropriate story to talk about that. So, you know, the
0: period before lunch, I let kids, eat. well, before COVID, no, yeah. let them eat because yeah. you know, it's 12 o'clock. And then somebody pulls out a turkey sub. I have to tell them before Bruce shows, I would drive to Sorrento's and Freehold because get a turkey and cheese sub because it was Bruce's favorite. <laughs> or if somebody, God forbid, has a Pop tart you remember that part of the outdoor for the Born in the USA tour, you know, at yeah. five. Like when he made his Pop-Tarts reference. Yeah. So
1: that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Joni, what have I not asked you that I should have?
0: I don't know that I, you know, I don't know that you have. Okay. Um, you know, maybe if there were a way to sum up the collective experience is the gratitude that I have, not just for Bruce, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's, Little hackneyed now. After Springsteen and I came out years ago, in the last segment of that, a short piece is people saying "Thank you, Bruce." Thank you, Bruce, from all over the yeah. world. So the gratitude I have for him. Um, I used to send him a Christmas card actually, so I guess I can add that. Where oh, I used to nice. I had my two girls sitting on the hood of a Dodge, drinking warm. It was really apple cider. Yes. Um, in a soft summer rain, I sprayed the hose over the picture or show little faith. You know, I love or, you, know. you
1: so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, or tonight, all is silence in the world. I thought it was a perfect Christmas. Segment. Yes. But yeah, I would send them to Bruce. Or uh, my students love this story, too, that I have um, one of my favorite road signs is in front of Bruce's house. And Rumson is a sign that says no U-turn for mm. obvious reasons. Yeah. And I got out of my car once and I stole a couple leaves off this tree and I still have them. And the <laughs> students think it's great because they think their teacher's a criminal. And right. Like, Whoa. She's on that side of the law. She stole leaves from a tree that were going to fall and blow away anyway. You some, are a rebel. I am such a rebel. Um, nice. But anyway, the gratitude that I have for people like yourself, the people, mm-hmm. the, cl- the closeness that I have um, with Jeff, who became my best friend 40 years ago in law school, and Bruce is what connected us. Yes. Um, You know, my friend Brian and my my friend Rob that I met because I interviewed them when they were aspiring lawyers, and I was Mm. part of the hiring committee for my firm. And then Brian, and I just talked to him yesterday, he works at the same gym as Bruce. Mm -hmm. He sends me pictures of Bruce with Brian's kids, you know. Yeah, that's fine. He did tell me yesterday that Bruce has not been back to the gym. He's suspicious, talking to the trainer, Bruce's trainer, that mm-hmm. he's going to Bruce's house to train him.
1: Yeah, I, well, for COVID, sure. you need to. Yes, I'm glad
0: to hear Bruce is staying out of the gym. We need him to stay. Yes, healthy.
1: we do. We need him yeah. to stay healthy. Absolutely. But anyway,
0: the gratitude that I have for just the community that you can yes. have a conversation as if you've known somebody your entire life. Because they have the same affliction, I call it not an addiction, yeah for Bruce.
1: yeah, um I always say obsession slash passion um and um and it 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 brings me joy and it makes me happy it brings me happiness and and doing this podcast has been just a joy to me because it's be so good for your soul it is, and you know i've um and it's. It's, it's funny. I, I have shared this before. Um, I was last year, year and a half ago, I guess now I was, we were going to go on a vacation and we wanted to make some extra money. So I was Ubering at night Mm -hmm. and I picked up a couple at a concert. Um, I don't remember what concert it was. And uh, so I'm like, okay, any music you want to hear like, Oh, we don't care. Whatever you want. And I said, well, you know, I usually have it on Easter radio. Oh, I love Bruce Springsteen. I said, really? She goes, Oh yeah. I said, do you mind if I record you? Cause mm-hmm. I have a free And so she, we talked for like 25 minutes oh, all the way fun. home and just, just she was talking about how much she loved Bruce and the music and everything. And I said, okay, this is going to go on my podcast. Oh, great. And, and so um, I said, it's everywhere. And. Um,
0: do you sense a wide variation on the reasons why people love Bruce? Is that, a, is that a wide knit or? Is yeah, a, there.
1: I I have certainly reached a point where um, we have second and third generation fans, mm-hmm. right? Like like, I remember, and this is, I don't remember what this was about, but someone talked about you should, um, sex education begins at the home, and you should your your kids should not have to like when did mom and dad start talking about sex is like when did i figure mom and dad used tied laundry powder i just have always known that and the thing is like i i can't think of the day i first discovered bruce because it was everything i i just has always been mm-hmm. um the um you know it is funny the you would think that born in the USA is one of the big gateway albums and it is as is born to run, but a fair amount of Nebraska, you know, and I have people that magic was their first, their gateway drug that they found magic and like, Oh my goodness, what is this? Um, and so, um, it, it's mostly the storytelling, the emotion, the, um, his, his songs mean something and and i think as you mentioned there is a universal meaning to that we've all had the feeling of us not getting along with our parents that Independence Day talks about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It may not be specifically. It may be me and my mother, or a daughter and a father. You know, but, but we have get, had that so connection. Visualized
0: dad yeah. sitting at the kitchen table in the dark smoking a cigarette. Yes. We come home late at night. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, the. Um, I was visiting my um, home. Um, probably six, seven months ago. And uh, I adore my mom, but she can get on my last nerves. And (laughs) I got in the car and I said, I looked over to my wife. I said, um, I'm tired of the kids and I want to get in the car and never come back. Right. (laughs) I I misquote hungry hard. And uh, you know, and and who doesn't have that feeling sometimes, right? Like (laughs) I just want to get in the car and go away.
0: When
1: um, yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, my son who went to Oklahoma city and that was his first show during the, the 2016 river tour. And he went just because I want to go with my dad. You know, he was 26, 27 maybe. And he's like, this is just, it'll be a dad's trip. And so he goes and um he watches it and we talk on the way home and he he had a lot of funny comments he he talked about he said first off dad you got to know what you're doing because bruce does not play he finishes a song then he goes one two three and he's (laughs) right the next song like if you don't have your blank together you're lost 'Cause there's no time to okay, what was mm-hmm. our next song? But isn't it one get of the boost? joys
0: of Max? Yes. How he never takes his eyes off his boss. Yes,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. And then um so and then he he we, we he went and saw a second show. We went we got lucky enough, we got tickets, we went to Jersey, we got to see before your longest show, we got to see the second night of that three-night. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, which was at at the time one of the longest shows. Yes, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and we and he talked about. He says, "Dad, there is not a person in corporate America, from the CEO to the boardroom, that on Monday morning isn't already thinking about the weekend." And so out on the street, and when the foreman calls time, I've already got Friday on my mind. He said, "There, that, that is a universal phrase, Dad, because everyone on Monday morning is already thinking about the weekend." And I, you know, so I think that universal this have done that. Um, and then, you know, I, I've talked about when I'm pitching this show. I said, you know, his music have been. You know has got us through marriages and breakups and births and deaths and graduations and, and you know um, yeah and it is and uh, it, it's just in the beauty of that and um, like I remember I, when I drove to Nashville for that show I, I was telling Linda I said hey I'm gonna go meet some people um donna from bruce funds and there were a bunch of people were all meeting and i'm like i'm gonna go and she's like you're meeting people you don't know I'm like yeah they're <laughs> but they're all bruce fans she's like but aren't you worried i said okay well i i believe they're all female so shouldn't they be worried about me <laughs> like linda if anything right uh i said and we're meeting at a restaurant, and. Um, and you just talked about it right you're it's a friend i haven't met yet mm-hmm. right and and we were uh little stephen mm-hmm. was here in dallas for the soul fire tour mm-hmm. and um the um we were in the audience we were in the kind of uh you know the waiting to get in you know we're in the lobby mm-hmm. and uh jeff and nancy come up and They had just been on the podcast and we know each other through Twitter. And, you know, Jeff's like, hey, Jesse, is that you? Yes. And so Linda's talking to them. And when we sit down, Linda's like, how many times has she seen Bruce? I said, "I, I think she mentioned 40, 50. I don't know. But they're so normal. I'm like, yes. She's like, I like them a lot. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, they're there. I said, just, we're, you know, there's plenty of us that aren't all crazy. I said, you know, like all fandom 95% is great. 5% is a little weird. So yeah, I, I absolutely agree that this or, is or the
0: person that tells you to sit down behind. Yes. You you're yes. At a show. Yes, exactly. Well, during the born USA, it's, you know, obviously with this popularity rising, that yeah. more of a problem. I shouldn't call it a problem, more of a, more of an occurrence. Yes. not my expectation to ever sit during the
1: first show. Uh, so he, he devils in dust. Um, uh, I, they, he, he was here.
0: got the F up.
1: Yes. And he was in Grand Prairie. Uh, it's a little bitty venue. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up getting the experience of, I had a horrible seat mm-hmm. and a guy came up and said, you got men in black. Yes. Do you want a seat? Do you want a seat? And at first I tell him no, because I'm thinking it's a scalper. And then I realize, wait a minute, I'm in the venue. So I go and like, yeah. So I get like fourth or fifth row, a great seat. Mm-hmm. And there's two couples that look college age, like just the row to the side, maybe ahead of me. And you could hear they had been drinking. And like, when's he going to play? You know, dancing in the dark. Yeah, and so um, the four of them ended up getting up and leaving because he was not, you know, it was, it's that show. Yeah, it just, you know, they weren't, they didn't get it. You know, they were there for the wrong reasons. So, yeah, that's Especially
0: Devils and Dust. I mean, that's, I, a couple of times, uh, you know, I saw Bruce State Theater in New Brunswick. I guess it was 95. Yeah. Yeah that's Joe opening night of the Joe tour that and devils and dust where people are shouting out, they want to hear Rosalita and it's you yeah. know, you Hear Bruce say, yell, shut the F up. Yeah. And you do. Yeah. And he's the boss. And this is his art. You yeah. Bath- do you have a bathroom song as I characterize them? So
1: what's funny. Um, is Linda asked, that's my wife's name. Okay. <laughs> you've gone to four shows this river show it's the exact same set list for the first two thirds
0: yeah
1: are you born and i go the songs i don't particularly like to begin with i still don't particularly like the ones i don't um you know it's it's um i have said that i am not a fan of of some of the night songs like night Ooh.
0: um
1: i know um yeah that's okay yeah um because the night uh you know uh a couple of things like that yeah um but of course i i have a i have the songs of your life um story that um it's 11 questions mm-hmm. uh what is the song you hate what is the song you don't uh mm-hmm. you know you think is overrated what is a what is the song that made you fall in love with bruce what song you know it's mm-hmm. it's 11 questions and the song i hated or i think is over no the thing the song i thought is uh is um overblown is jungle land and people like what yeah, and that so is I, surprising. I always get crapped about that but my first true album was the rising album like mm-hmm. like i had I had Borneo USA. I'd done the river, but the, my first show was the rising and that was so everything since the rising are shows that those were my albums. I got them. I got them first. I love yeah. them. And yeah. so versus, um, I, I understand how greetings and, and, Darkness. you know, and all this are great. Right. But I didn't necessarily connect to them the way I'll work for your love or girls in their summer clothes. Or you know, or, okay. or walking, you know, um, like Linda, every time she goes on a hike, she in her mind we've been walking on rocky ground, rocky ground. I mean, that is the soundtrack in her mind when she's hiking. So. Oh,
0: interesting. Yes, you, know, you asked before about using my albums academically, yep. and I did do. I forgot about the Rising album, obviously. Yeah. Um. In two thousand and I guess that would have been four ish yeah um, using that album when I did a 9-11
1: unit yeah. yeah absolutely all right we I have kept you way too long before I let you go though I got to ask you the merry question so <sighs> Jay Armstrong is an honors English teacher okay. in the Philadelphia area and every year his mm-hmm. seniors they take two right. days out of the school year and they discuss mm-hmm. Thunder Road as a poem they go through all the lyrics. They talk about the imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, he compares it to Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken, uh, okay. and and discusses it. And at the end of the two days, his teacher, he asks the class, does Mary get in the car? So, Joni, <laughs> that is your question. Does Mary get in the car?
0: I think my response, I might be an outlier, but I'm saying no.
1: About 40% of the people do.
0: Okay. Um, I don't think Mary had enough faith. Okay. I think she liked dancing on her porch. I think she was enjoying her own experience and dude saying, Hey, get in the car, we're pulling out of this town. It's for losers. Mm, well, she might have understood the comment. I don't think she's there. And Mary stays.
1: I, I like that answer. Jay that is Jay's answer. Jay, um yeah. his theory is that um the choice the song is about choices
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it takes bravery to make that choice and he thinks mary isn't ready yet right, that's, um, right. you know and so that's it so no that is not unusual <laughs> it is like i said it's about 60 40 okay. um, um i to be fair uh most of my female uh guests think it's bruce asking them in the car so of course they say yes <laughs> of course it's bruce freestein you get in the car <laughs> so
0: I, I ask you being you ask this question all the time that to confirm just a conclusion that i probably made erroneously that i find that most men i ask and mm-hmm. when i ask as the soon they say my dad's a fan will ask yep. top song, it comes back thunder road do you find that there is a preponderance of men that pick thunder road as their top song
1: I, a fair amount, yes. And um, I go back to my buddy, Sam, we were talking about, who's my Springsteen fan, right. and my conservative buddy. Um, we can be pretentious. And mm-hmm. he and I always, yeah. uh, and probably not fair, but mm-hmm. when someone is doing Be the Boss on Easter Street Radio, yeah. we're like, why would you waste the slot on Thunder Road? like yeah. okay well, yes I,
0: the, I have to agree with that by like okay
1: you you get five choices right. of course thunder road we all love thunder road that's you know um we all love born to run but mm-hmm. you are getting your choice of what why would you waste the slot and it's funny um they have a similar thing on um jimmy buffett radio right mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. can pick the songs and i'm like you know margarita no one no one will pick margarita and someone did and i'm like you are kidding you just i can't understand so yes a lot of people um and that's why i was and in a fair amount of people back streets too uh mean a lot uh to that it is not realize
0: women and their favorite song songs <sighs> um no i haven't
1: too much i mean uh by far i think darkness would be the answer most people when they talk about the album that means the most do them i think they go back to darkness okay. but then they say born to argue to run. against that
0: even if yeah. it's a personal favorite right? yeah
1: and then or then they go well maybe born to run yeah. um you know you get a few people that really love the first two albums just they just there's something about that just they love
0: um yeah and uh stuff on them yeah but um you know my daughter one of my daughters recently asked me like the desert island yeah and I I opted for born to run even though if you ask me emotionally I'm going to say tunnel magic and you know what if you had to leave me with letter to you you just have to give me a box of tissues but yeah I'd be glad because I you know I, well,
1: done. and and I had a guy say once that you have to go through. He said it: you have to have your heart broken a few times before you get tunnel of love.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't necessarily agree. You have to have your heart broken, but you've had to experience life to get yeah. tunnel of love. And oh,
0: yeah.
1: tunnel of love would be on my list of albums that
0: mm-hmm. would
1: be on my top list. I, there are things, mm-hmm. and very early in the podcast, Joni. I I had a question, and I don't remember who it was, but I said, look, I would be happy with um, a, a concert with Tunnel Love going forward. The set list was just <laughs> made of those albums, and he said, that's funny. I would be darkness and back in a set list just of those. I would be happy.
0: of <laughs> those are good. <laughs> yes, and yeah. – Go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. No, and just, the idea, as I've talked to this a couple of times and, you know, and, um, Terry Smith, who does another podcast said, Jesse, he says, I love darkness, my favorite album, born to run. But if you think about Bruce having to build a set list starting, there's none of the slots for what you normally do. You're not going to get, you're not going to get uh bad lands. You're not going to get born to run. You know, you're not going to get, Um, you know, dancing in the dark. (laughs) Yeah. So you think about what kind of set list would he build starting with tunnel going all up would make for a very fun show.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. I remember exactly where I was listening to tunnel for the first time. Okay. WNAW FM. Um, when Bruce said, sang the line, maybe baby the gypsy lied. Yeah. And I went, whoa, he's getting divorced. Like I knew at that moment. And then Jeff and I went to a show at Madison Square Garden and with the binoculars could see that he wasn't wearing a wedding band. And that's when I knew that his first marriage was defunct. But you were talking about experiencing life. Yeah. That's just a moment that I could not at that time personally connect yeah. with what was real a real life experience it wasn't just about cars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: a few years ago in houston um someone had a sign request for one step up and he pulled it and he said um you know the sign said not played by the full e street band since you know
0: mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it, yeah, it.
1: whatever. Like ninety nine or so. no? I guess this would have been um, right 86, 87 or something, you know. And um, and it was, and he said, "We do not know this song. You have made your bed, sir. You can find it on uh, YouTube, right?" Um, and he starts doing one step up, and um, and he motions to Patty to do a few backgrounds, mm-hmm. and you hear him say band come in softly and they do a version and that was pretty special um you know that was a great that was a great moment because you're like wow you know and
0: such a good song
1: yes a great song and to see that is wonderful um if someone wants to reach you are you on any social media
0: i am on twitter okay um i follow you actually
1: oh thank you Good. good all right what's your twitter handle
0: bombers boss Oh, and, you know what bombers is. Yes. It's my little yes let's go Yankee. When I sometimes have to give like an email address with the word yeah. in it, I'm like, oh my God, people are gonna think so badly of me, they don't understand. It's a Yankees
1: thing. No, of course. Like I knew immediately what that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like um Colleen um has um she has a she's from Chicago and her Twitter is all about Chicago sports so yeah mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> this has been wonderful I hope yeah. you had phone Joni this was oh, the you, blast
0: Jeff was spot on <laughs> not that I'd be surprised yes I really enjoyed your show with Sarah and Jeff and even yes all of those stories I you know was texting Jeff afterwards and called him and I just said that you were such an such a great interviewer because you were you relax the people who speak with you you have such a conversational way it really it's a living room chat
1: thank you that means a lot to me and that's 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 the goal so i appreciate that and exactly. he was immediately he's like you've got to talk to my friend you just got to <laughs> and so that's great so good well he's and been
0: on us together and i can't ask for more yeah, than that yeah
1: uh, so um Thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners, you stay safe. Remember mm-hmm. to social distance. Wash your hands. As the man says, wear an F and mask. Let's be good to each other because we need mm-hmm. to be. And we will talk to you soon.
0: We better be good for goodness sake.
1: Amen. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation. And I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. We have a website, www.setlustingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Brew shirts as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash and right now, who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talk hard rocking music-loving, album-ranking, fan-thinking, joy-spreading, lyric-reading, story-sharing podcast that is the one, the only, Set Listing Bruce. Set Listing Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission.
2: fantasy points